Thanks for tuning into our podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to make you the best that you can be. We know that you have it in you, and we're going to show you how. Now, now, let's get started. Hello, and welcome to TBI Talk Podcast. This is a new format I'm trying for TBI Talk to go over, you know, multiple different things, uh, such as TBI recovery, different methods of TBI recovery, rather, uh, you know, how to work through uh, challenges that you may go through. And we're, you know, going to do a collaborative effort, uh, multiple, you know, accounts of uh, people and their struggles. So not only mine, as you may have already known, I got a TBI. My name's Ryan, first of all. I got a TBI back in 2012 when I was hit by an SUV. Uh, but if you want to find out more information on that, just click on Ryan's TBI or Ryan's near-death experience. And today we're going to be discussing brain damage, traumatic brain injury causes. And also we're going to be uh, going over recovery from a moderate to severe traumatic brain injury. So to start off, a brain injury is any injury to the brain that affects a person physically, emotionally, and behaviorally. Brain injuries can happen at birth or may arise later from trauma or an illness. Depending on the cause, a brain injury is called either traumatic or non-traumatic. Traumatic brain injury causes. Traumatic brain injuries do not always include an open head wound or skull fracture. Loss of consciousness may not occur either. These are the most these are the most common causes of a traumatic brain injury. TBI. Motor vehicle accidents, falls, violence or gunshot wound, military attack or bomb blast. Here are some examples of non-traumatic brain injury causes. A non-traumatic brain injury may also be called an acquired brain injury, or ABI. This type of brain injury is a result of an illness or condition within the body, and it is not a result of a blow to the head. These are the most common causes of non-traumatic brain injury. Stroke is the leading cause. Lack of oxygen. Tumors. Other illnesses such as cancer brain infections or inflammation, other infections. Now here are some of the symptoms of traumatic brain injury or any other type of brain injury. Signs of brain trauma can vary. You may experience physical symptoms or functional and emotional changes if a traumatic or non-traumatic brain injury has occurred. Typically, brain injury causes headache, difficulty coordinating, balance, vision problems, seizures, changes in sensory perception, trouble speaking and swallowing, personality changes, difficulty forming sentences or choosing vocabulary, confusion, trouble communicating, difficulty with reason, focus, and logic, memory impairments. If you are experiencing any of these signs of brain trauma, contact your doctor immediately. So those are, you know, that's pretty much the synopsis based on, you know, the uh, 
to generalize brain injury, which is such a complex subject. So, you know, uh, yeah. So let's go ahead with the recovery from a moderate or severe TBI. Some of the health problems that result from a moderate or severe TBI may be prevented or lessened. Getting help with these lifelong issues, also known as chronic disease management, is crucial for develop for improving the lives of persons living with a TBI. How well with a person, or how well a person recovers from a severe or moderate traumatic brain injury depends on the multiple multiple factors, such as the health of the person before the injury. So, just to go off, you know, track here. Uh, the health of someone with a traumatic brain injury, or the health of a person before the injury, uh, that could be, you know, someone, you know, involved in sports, uh, active lifestyle. That's, that's, you know, if there has to be a person that is best to have a, or best to get a brain injury, it's, it's a healthy person, active person, someone who works out maybe, uh, rather than someone who just doesn't really live a active lifestyle. So, to go back, uh, you know, the uh, type and severity of the TBI, that, that varies very much so uh, on your recovery. And access to health care and specialized TBI care. Definitely do your research with uh, TBI as far as TBI care. Uh, it is important, as you may, you know, know or guess. Uh, and it could, <laughs> it, could, it could, you know, mean a lot of different things. So, uh, family and social support, it's very, uh, you know, with my experience with the TBI, getting a TBI and living with the TBI, my family is very supportive of me and works uh, well to, you know, further the healing of my TBI and, you know, the time throughout the hospital, when I was in the hospital, uh, they were with me by my side every day and I was never alone uh, away from my family, meaning... And, you know, I, that really put uh, stress, or not, not as much stress, but put it showed the, the therapists, the doctors, the nurses that, you know, I'm serious about getting the, my, my family and I are serious about getting the proper care that I deserve for, the, for my injury. So, <clears throat> healthcare providers can connect to specialized TBI care. A person with a moderate or severe TBI may need specialized medical care, such as rehabilitation after their injury. This may include getting help with relearning skills. Example, walking, speaking, and driving. A healthcare provider can help find and connect people with these services for their community. Sorry, in their community. A healthcare provider may also screen for and treat problems such as depression encourage lifestyles that promote brain health, educate patients and their families to prevent and reduce problems that may show up after injury. Rehabilitation seeks to improve the lives of people living with TBI. The goal of TBI rehabilitation is to improve the overall quality of life for, for persons living with TBI and lower the chance of a TBI-related disability. Rehabilitation programs and services may need help, may need help with those living with TBI. 
improving their ability to do daily tasks independently, not to have to rely on anybody to assist them in any activities, engage with friends and family, and participate in their community activities. Uh, you know, off, off basis. TBI, when someone has a TBI, it's important to get them integrated into a community, uh, supportive community. Uh, may that be family, you know, supportive family or, uh, you know, friends and, you know, loved ones around you. Stay connected with others during recovery. There are many people who can help you if you or someone you know has experienced a moderate or severe TBI. You do not have to do it alone. Examples of some groups that offer support for people living with TBI, their family and loved ones include the Brain Injury Association of America, United Brain Injury Alliance, and Military Health Systems Traumatic Brain Injury Center of Excellence. So, yeah, that uh that wraps up the first episode of TBI Talk podcast. And once again, thank you for listening. And this is the start of something that will be great. And, you know, lots more information coming your way. TBI Talk, where your brain gets better. Thanks a lot.